We started. Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, yeah, now it's a square circle 101, you got your man, the tight tie stallion, Mr. Sunny, you're looking here now with me, he's not allowed in any message boards, forums, or any chat rooms, he's been all caps this season, my man Shooter, how you doing, brother? I'm doing real well, since we ain't known. That's a dope compliment I'm gonna give you right now. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash SquareTrickle101 and hit us up on Instagram at SquareTrickle101 or talk a little smack with us on Twitter at TalkingSmack101. Coming at you live and direct in Hub City. But you get to watch the replay. That's what I'm saying right now. You know what I'm saying? And don't forget to download that Square Circle app. The champ is here, baby. It's available in Google Play and iOS. It's looking nice and sharp. It's back up and running. The only one that's going to give you a one-stop spot for all your boxing needs you exactly. know we got this we got the news scrolling at the bottom we got upcoming matches ktfos everything is in it so make sure you download that square circle app tell your friends tell your family tell everybody about it because you know who's winning if, if, if we ain't winning we determined to win that's for sure you know what i'm saying you feel good you feel no right? I feel, you know what okay. no i feel really good actually i every day at least two, three news stories have been coming out uh, around the boxing realm. So I, I've been really excited, and honestly, I, I couldn't wait for I couldn't wait for today, man. Honestly, we could we could have started yeah. shooting this on Sunday, man. Would have been fine with all the news we could, that came we out. Could. But every we would have missed a couple things, like, but not too much. But yeah, now nah, we still would have missed some big. We still would have missed some big things, but it's, sure. it's been it's been lovely so far. So I'm excited to see what's going on. And actually, to tell you guys about it, that's what I'm more excited for. Exactly. Uh, apologize for having a, the episode up late. That was my fault. You should have uh, sent the emoji. You should have just sent the emoji. No. No. <laughs> Never doing it. Never. No emojis. Never. Emotions don't run wild at RCF. That's for sure. No. I am RCF.com. Three-week free trial. You tell them Sonny sent you. You tell them Shooter sent you. Only place you get a workout on the show. I swear. Only place. You'll love it. Be better with the best. Four years running? Or is it five? Four, four years, years running. Four King years 5, running. Evening Magazine. Gonna be, gonna be five years. The only place that has multiple gyms for CrossFit. That's for sure. You see, shoot is ripped. Pretty soon, they're gonna be making that shirts of buff bodies based on him. They have a little man. SC101 little, logo on the back. Little, little mold. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're gonna do. Working so, on trying to become a sex symbol. That's my, that's my next, that's my next uh, hurrah. It's gonna be your AKA right there, sex symbol. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, Dust Till Dawn, except... Uh, the uh, black version of it, right? Basically. It'd be starring Shooter and uh, Fred Fred Jackson. Act that damn action Jackson, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Check them out, imrcf.com. Three-week free trial. You tell them we sent you. How we winning? We want to get into this. So when I found this one, it's actually, uh, I love it because we don't actually go by this a lot of the time, especially when it comes to our show. But I think that's when it, let me just say it. Let me just, yeah. The five Ps of life. Proper planning prevents poor performance. Wow. That was invented in the sales room, for sure. That's a sales quote. Or football. It, no, the reason why I said it, it kind of, it's an oxymoron for us is because usually when we don't plan our shows, those are the best shows that we have. Something whenever, out of nothing. Whenever, so something out of nothing. That, and that's what I like what we do because we do everything basically on the fly here. But after that, when we do plan stuff, we're still pretty good, though. But at the same time, is like over the course, I think we just got used to doing this and doing mm -hmm. it pretty well. Like now we, we don't we don't have to. Plan I'm comfortable as much, with but, our format for sure. But we still plan. We still plan. Yes. yes, we try to prep, plan. Don't ever search the five P's in Google. You might not find the right video or quote you're looking no, for. You might find it in Google, Pornhub, maybe not though. <laughs> 
Yeah, it'll be a pretty graphic video if you do find it on porn. The five Ps. Hey, it's only weird if it's not a category. That's my motto. Uh, now, let's get into this, man. This is another fight weekend. I've been waiting for this. My man is fighting this weekend. You know what I'm saying? My, my man, you know you know who my man is, but let's talk about our other boy. Uh, what was his name? Uh, you know, uh, Kurt Cities? Avondale Kurt Cities. Now, we knew this dude was, was real, right? We knew he was thug. No, we, right? sure, we sure did, man. First of all, man, he... We liked him. Now, the name sounds familiar. We mentioned him a few times, though. He was a dude who came in littered with the peekaboo style, with yeah. the boxing fight style. Mike Tyson was his Pan idol. Uh, yeah. Uh, pandered his whole fight game after, mm -hmm. after Mike Tyson. And he's the one who got indicted last year. Mm -hmm. or, or was it last year or earlier this year? No, it was last year. It, it was, was last like, year. It was toward the end of last and year. And the trial is starting, and he could be facing up to 40 years for racketeering. It's good to see racketeering still a crime. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. With all the digital technology, I'm actually happy that this is still a crime. Look, you know what's funny is um, we're going to, me and my boys, we're, we're, uh, we're going to get a boat for uh, Seafair or whatever. I'm, so, I have so many can't swim jokes, but I'm not going to say any. Yeah, no, I actually can't swim and I'm an athlete. I can do everything. <laughs> no, so uh, we're all supposed to, they like, yo, yo, Venmo me to cash or whatever, Venmo mm -hmm. or cash. That would yeah. I'm like, yo, man, just hit me up tomorrow, man. I'm going to come bring you the cash. And one of my boys laughed at me. He's like, yo, shoot is old school. Like, yeah. I still. Yeah, no. I, I, it's, I, good, I hey, it's good that we I, can still have some old school people in I there, I walked man, away from that straight. conversation with you when I brought it up <laughs> once. And that was it. I was like, okay, yep, nope, nope, we're done. We're good. We're yeah, good. I no. understand. I understand. It's cool. I understand. Yeah, no. And, and old school, for sure, because this dude was a boxer, part-time bodyguard, knee breaker, you know. Those stats don't show up on box rec, but hey, we but know the, they're hey, there, right? The, the toughness, hey, before he got indicted, he had a belt. He had a title, man. So go. either way, man, that, that racketeering and muscle man transitioned into what he did in the boxing Definitely going to walk in with a lot of respect when he gets in prison. He'll probably have to earn it some, but... I doubt it, man. Yeah, you think, right. I mean, well, yeah. the thing is, well, Mike Tyson went to jail. That, that was a world heavyweight champ. You're not messing with Tyson. I'm pretty sure somebody... Somebody did. So you got to know. Somebody did. At least tried, right? No, listen. D don't try him, man. He, this is like, I'm not in here for, you know, armed robbery or something like that because, you know, well, yeah. there's probably guns in prison, but at the same time, it's, <laughs> hey, I'm in here <laughs> for hand to hand, man, just literally going in and. Yeah, you know. it was literally hand to hand. He tried to get a handy and got charged with rape. That's what it was. Something like that, right? But Kurt City's, man, he's facing 40 years. Well, Undisputed was a decent movie. Hopefully, it could become real life for him, maybe. If that's, if that's the route it goes, you, you never know. It's an option. Hit up Wesley Snipes. I don't know if he'll have the same prison connections, but if not, he can maybe help you out with the movie, send you a copy of that DVD. So, you know, maybe we'll do some free Kurt Cities. Well, I don't know, man. How, how bad let's, are the let's, crimes? Though? Let's, hear, let's hear all the charges. Let's, yeah, let's find out first before we do any free Kurt City stuff because then we could get, you know, end up on that, on that Trump card. That list of Trump. You know, Trump, they, you know, you know what they're talking about? Hey, oh, man, free my mans. And it's like, what does he mean, man? Armed robbery, murder, arson, <laughs> larceny. Yeah. Nah, bro, maybe he needs yeah. to stay in yeah, there, let's man. Keep him in so, for there's a some bit. people that don't need to be freed, man. Yeah, let him, let him stay in on a work program, too. I don't want him out at all if that's the case. But we'll see how that goes down. I'm we'll glad we got you, to we'll enjoy it. We'll keep you guys posted on that. It's, a, it's always funny when you see those kind of stories. Because this is kind of like that, that Ike Agayabuchi, uh, a, a whatever his name is. Big heavyweight prospect had some demons. Now his demons weren't money, you know, uh, driven. Money, money driven or money motivated, kind of like Kurt Sitas, but he had those demons, and so it was a career cut short. Um, and you see it all the time in sports, not just boxing, You're not just boxing. So we'll see how it goes down. Read all the charges, and we'll let you know if uh, we're gonna have any free Kurt Sitas stuff up. 
Now, Dimitri Bivol won a title recently. Mm-hmm. He, versus Sullivan Barrera. Versus Sullivan Barrera. Now, he is set to fight Isaac Chalemba on this undercard of Sergey Krusher Kovalev and Elider Alvarez. Now, we, we, everybody knows that we want to have him and Kovalev fight. Um, they, they're trying to get it to work out. Um, this is the second fight card they're on together, right? Yeah, because that's when he beat him. That's when he beat. Uh, that's yeah, because that's when Kovalev beat, and then yeah. and Kovalev beat up his old sparring partner. Correct. So I don't know how that worked out, but we'll see what he got because this should lead exactly into their fight, unless uh, Adonis Stevenson or, or Badu Jack decides to pay somebody some more to step aside. But who knows? I I understand the Dimitri Bovel, but I'm still trying to see. Isaac Chalimba, I don't know why he got the nod on that one. That's like an easy, easy win. Yeah, yeah. especially the, especially the way Dimitri Bivol pummeled Sullivan Barrera and for Isaac Chalimba. Twelve rounds. And Isaac Chalimba is another guy that's going to box, sticky move. Um, but if if he was able to put if he was able to put him out that fast, yeah, I, I, I think it's gonna, not even that fast. It was just a, basically a virtual shutout. If he was able to put him out yeah. like that, Isaac Chalimba shouldn't be a problem. That it is. It, it but, should be easy work because Sullivan Barrera should. Easily be. I know what you're. I know what you're talking about as far as wanting to see them on a crash course. I'm still in the. Uh, what's my man's name? Which one? From that beat, Sergey Kovalev in the amateurs. Oh, uh, that's uh, my man, uh, Arturo Bitterbev. Yeah, Bitterbev. I'm sure. I'm still trying to see that. Right. Sergey Kovalev and Arturo Bitterbev because I want to see that transition between. I hey, want to see them fight wanna, as men. Yeah, because you know. There's sometimes like no matter I, I, you know it's different. We talked about how it's different from amateurs and from professional. I was 13 but when he beat me. At, now let's see but you at guys the same at time is, now. But at the same time is you're entre, Artur better be if I can still beat you, bro. I know what you are. I can see what I can still see the same mistakes that you made. So I still want to see what that is. And we haven't heard from better be in a while too. He's probably gonna be coming up soon. But unfortunately, just like with my predictions, uh, I don't think we'll be blessed with that fight in 2018. Also. Just because. Well, that's easy to say. Well, we'll see how it works out. We'll see how it works out because the 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 boxing gods have been throwing monkey wrenches all throughout this year. Yeah. After such a great fight year last year, um, this year was looking really good, really great. And then we've had a few hiccups. First Cinco de Mayo was one hiccup, uh, but we'll we'll talk about that more. Yeah. All right. So let's take a, we'll we'll stick with the big guys too. Dylan White, you sent me a great great Instagram thing. On there, and it was a quote. You got that? We want to pull it up. I got right here. So Dylan White, he lost to Anthony Joshua. Yeah. He he's a slick boxer, really good. I like him. Um, I'm not sure if he's ready to beat Anthony Joshua on a second try, but it's here. So he deserves enormous credit. So he chose to fight Luis Ortiz. So he he would have got a title shot regardless, probably, either with Deontay Wilder or Anthony Joshua. He, he would have got one regardless because he's with Eddie Hearn, for one. And he decides to take Luis Ortiz. Is this pride talking or, or confidence? Uh, it has to be a little bit of both because this is... <sighs> so you're coming off the... Uh, well, he's coming off the uh, Lucas Brown win. Mm-hmm. Knocked he's him out. The, he's coming off the Lucas Brown KTFO. win. It's... I think that this is going to be his, hey, I'm for real, mm-hmm. and you have to take me seriously. And, and so yeah, I don't know gonna, whether – I don't know if win saw, seriously too. He, he really has. I mean, he's, he's a bigger – he's going to be a – he's going to be a bigger boy than what he's 
than fighting Luis Ortiz, but I'm I, I, I commend Is Luis Ortiz going to be the same? Because yeah. that was a tough fight against Yasser Wilder, Wilder, and he took some punishment. He, t- he stood to punishment that walls can't stand up to, that most people convulsed over or just instantly was done. And he got up multiple times. Okay, so one of the things that we always talk about, especially coming off a loss, there, you got to look at it in a couple different aspects. One, you got to see what the mindset, just like you said, you got to mm-hmm. see what the mindset of what Luis Ortiz is going to be. Is he going to be inspired? Hey, I lost to Deontay Wilder, and I had him. So it's just like you can either get down on yourself or you can either be like, hey, yo, I made a few mistakes. I know how to correct them. Now I got to be on this crash course, and I can take Dylan White out. Because does Dylan White hit as hard as Deontay Wilder? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think he does. I don't think so. I don't, I don't the think The numbers does, say so. no. The fights I've seen say no. Um, definitely not. Um, now, <laughs> so this is what this reminds me of. What? The first time a guy gets in the friend zone. Because you either recover from that and just slay, or you remain the friend zone here and then out and become like a, you know, a, a romance comedy or something. I under, well, I understand with the friend zone and being a loss. How, how you take a loss is like how you cover for that. Yeah, duh. And basically it is. If you get put in the friend zone, mm. you're going to go find somebody else. That's basically what it is. So, exactly. Yeah, that's what Louis Ortiz is finding with Dylan White. Ooh, this could um, be a friend zone fight, hopefully. Now, did, now I, when I sent this to you, I didn't discover. Did they make it official? July 28th is the actual date. July 28th that's is the official the date. date. Okay. Eddie so. Hearn is making moves, man. He is making moves. That's he your is, boy. That's your boy, man. Man. That's your, that's well, you know, my man, my man Billy Joe rolls with him. So, you know, I'm, any, I, I, anybody I like that Billy Joe's with. It's good that he's making this fight. And it's. Shaping up to be a great year. Mm-hmm. We're little, still a little disappointed about the Canelo Triple G, but everything else is shaping up okay. Like some things that some of the things that we didn't want to see is making up for all the things that are like the second tier. So I'm, I, when this fight does, when this fight does take place, I'm going to be really excited about it too. Because this is a good heavyweight. Always match like, though. always like seeing Luis Ortiz, and now with him and Dylan White, they both only got one loss. So Dylan White has brought entertainment. I mean, his fight with uh, the one dude. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, Derek Chisora that's the one his fight with him that was a great fight great press leading up to the fight tables getting thrown always good with Chisora in there Uh, one split decision Luis Ortiz some people didn't believe the hype train I always thought he was pretty solid I I believe the hype train I thought he was always good man Cuban background man just heavyweight so bad year to be Cuban though bad year to be a Cuban man. bad year to be Cuban I'm definitely not betting on any Cuban fighters ooh I don't, I don't know. I reserve the right to make my pick for this fight on July 28th. All right. What's, what you got, else you got for us? Now, since you brought up Triple G and Canelo, not getting that on Cinco de Mayo, so this is going to, this all happened now within the last, we'll say, less than 48 hours here. So we, we, we spoke last week that Triple G wanted a 50 50 fight, right? He wanted a 50 50 fight. De La Hoya said nobody gets 50 50 with Canelo. Understandable. I, can, I, I see his point. Now, Yesterday, De La Hoya, which would be Tuesday this week, De La Hoya said that negotiations are done and the train is moving on, right? Later that day, Eddie Hearn, it pops up all over that negotiations started for Daniel Jacobs' Canelo fight, and September 15th was was the targeted date. And Eddie Hearn has been very aggressive trying to make these big fights. He is trying to invade the U.S. for sure, signing U.S. fighters. Trying, trying to get Adrian Boner. So he's making moves. And then now, a couple hours ago, Triple G restarts negotiations. Or K2 promotions, Tom Lofer. 
they restart negotiations with it. Now, I'm not, I won't say Triple G deserves a 50-50 split because we know that Canelo is the big name, right? Canelo can fight me and get a couple hundred thousand pay-per-view buys, right? Yeah. Today, right now, he can do that. I'm but listening. 35, was it 3565? That one, I, I see that, that number needs to change just because there was a money spent on the training camp. All the, all the press that went into it until the fight stopped. Um, a little bit of respect money you might want to pay him. But I'm not sure what that number is. But it's, it, it, it probably definitely ain't no 50-50 split, though. So we'll see if this fight happens this year. I don't know. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. I thought I had the article pulled up, but it wasn't. But anyway, it was Forbes' highest paid athletes for 2018. Who's and, on top of that list? Um, Floyd Mayweather. Did he fight this year? <laughs> no. He still... Yeah, no, but here as I'm trying to go through the I'm trying to go through the list, and I know when I went through the list, um, Canelo was on there. Yep. I know Canelo was on there, and I want to say Triple G was at the bottom tier of that. I'm not. Even I have wondering. the list in front of me. Did I, send, did I send that to you? Yeah, I did send it to All you. Right, number okay. five, Kennedy Golovkin. Don't okay. know what the middle no, no, G no, is. No, 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 no. Oh, we got the no, no, okay. no, no. You're, you're, read, you're reading it wrong. Sorry, okay. my. my uh, so this is on the Forbes no good, uh, really. top hundred athletes. Triple G is 72 with $25 million this year. Wait, 72 out of the top 100 out athletes? Out of the top 100. There's a lot of people in basketball and football and baseball. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. But you're talking about somebody who's a lineal champ in the middleweight division. Mm -hmm. and Sponsored by Jordan? Sponsored by Jordan. Anthony Joshua. Wait, possibly the only white dude sponsored by Jordan. Uh, Anthony Joshua, 25 25 with 39 million. Yeah. Respectable right there. Canelo Alvarez is 15 with 44.5 million and he didn't even fight this year. I feel like they I feel like that number's too high. I'm surprised. Uh, no, and no, that's because no, he didn't fight this year. He didn't yeah. fight he didn't fight man, this that's year. That's that Tecate so, money. It, it, it's a Tecate, all that Mexico, who knows what he's doing, yeah, man. Who knows what he's doing? And then <laughs> Floyd May Conor McGregor. Not making tacos. Conor McGregor number 499 and Floyd 285 million. Floyd's See, doing his thing. Conor and Floyd didn't even fight this year. Yeah. No, but at the same time is I sent you that. Wait, who's number 2 and 3? Uh <laughs> soccer players, I think. Uh, Lionel Messi and all that. Uh, no, but I say I say that because Dude, you don't deserve no 50-50 split, bro. No, if, if, if Canelo makes 20 million more than you mm -hmm. and didn't fight this year, bro, slow down. Now, granted, you your fight was taken on the last minute and you got him out of there within two and a half rounds. This, you, you, this need, you need Canelo. You need Canelo more than Canelo needs you, man. Money-wise, that 100% agreed. I'm not sure how the fans would react I know, I, personally, I'd be a little sour at Canelo because I'm a fan if that fight didn't happen this year. But also, I don't think it will. Now, I could see a 60-40 split, and you'd be a damn good negotiator if you can get 55-45, that's for sure. Yeah. You'll be damn good. But Triple G, take the 60-40 because you're going to get more money on 60, that pay-per-view back end. 35 you mean? Or no. 60-40? Let's move that's it up to 60-40 because we got to recoup some of that money spent. You spent that camp at Big Bear. You you, did, you lost all that time. You, first of all, that thirty that thirty five percent that you'll get from the Canelo mm -hmm. fight is already going to take care of everything that you lost before. Nah. Yeah, it will. Well, yeah, it, it'll make it feel like that, but you still you can't get that time back. There's no money on that time, especially for an aging fighter like Triple G, who's come forward action, who blocks punches with his face sometimes. So you're the type of person who wants a hundred percent of nothing. Or not 50% of something. That is the definition of masturbation right there. You know what I'm saying? But, no, Triple G, he, spent, he lost all the time. He cannot get it back. 
He can't get it back. A guy who fights normally three times a year, he deserves 60-40 for sure. Well, good luck on getting – do you think we'll ever see – without Canelo, is Triple G ever going to get on pay-per-view again? Yeah. With who? It Well, it depends. If, he, if his next fight is against someone like Billy Joe Saunders, that'll get a pay-per-view. That's not going to get a pay-per-view. It, it might. No. 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 Let me see here. No. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Not even Daniel Jacobs. No. The last time – when was the last time Triple G had pay-per-view? Actually, David, if he David, fought Jamal Charlo, that they would make no, a, it wouldn't. They'd make a pay. David David Lemieux was the last time they will they will not make any Triple G fight. Hmm. Yeah, they're not yep. make they're we'll not getting right on that one. So yeah, you're not going to make that money. Take the thirty five, or you're not going to get anything. Sixty forty, you get sixty forty. Stand your ground, sixty forty. I need to be right at least with the predictions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I'll see you all next Cinco de Mayo with that one. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, he's not going to get it. Good luck. We just saw the. We just saw this one on FSN. Is that what we saw Triple G's last fight on? <laughs> <laughs> it was on. It was on HBO. What, it was HBO. What's the What's the What's the difference? Man? You don't know. It's not pay per view. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure because I don't pay for either one of those subscriptions, but I still get to watch them. Now, last we talked about the conspiracy last week, right? Which one about was the, it? The 160 pound division. Did I talk about that last week? So I think there's a conspiracy that they don't want Triple G to unify these belts. I felt that when they were trying to pressure him to make this fight with Sergey Derinchenko, and this is going to be 30 minutes from today. Um, when you're listening to this, it would be a day and 30 minutes later. The IBF stripped him of his title. And that's an article I did put up on uh, Squared Circle 101 on Facebook's, our Facebook Squared Circle page, though, that you can find. And I, yeah, I put that up a couple hours ago, actually. Why? Don't they get some of that pay-per-view money, too, if that fight goes down? Well, that's the Canelo fight. Mm-hmm. So it was the Canelo fight, and they said they were talking about— Now, all this has happened within the past few hours of yeah. when we're recording this. So they said that since the fight since the fought fell through— The fight fell through. The fight fell, yeah. The fight fell Find through. Find him, beat him. Yeah, yeah. So since that fell through, since he did not make the mandatory— uh, Defense. Defense with— Sergey Derevchenko. Sergey Derevchenko. They the IBF stripped them of their title. Man, IBF they'll be playing right. I see the WBC like guys sit with the titles for long times and then strip them. IBF, what are you gonna gain? You you lose more by stripping this man of this title and gain really nothing because me and you know who Sergey Derevchenko. We know who he is. Yeah. Some of our half of our listeners definitely know who he is. The other half that are just casual fans, they just hear another communist Russian name. That's you know, what they hear. You know what I like about it? Huh. Yeah, I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the bright side about this. The same reason why we got the bright side of Keith Thurman losing his belt. Because with him losing that belt, he now we get that belt. He didn't lose it. He gave it up. Let's understand that. He lost. He didn't get stripped, but he lost that belt or whatever. He gave Any, it up. Whether he gave it up. But with him giving up that belt, that's why we get to see Danny Garcia and Sean Porter. And Sean Porter. So with the IBF going down, we're going to have somebody at the 160 division. We're going to have probably two top-tier contenders Ooh, fight. Maybe we can get Jamal Charlo in there against Sergey Dar- that, That's Reverend a great Tango. matchup. And then so you have that. And Jamal then Charles if, here. And if, yes. And if, and if Triple G wants to unify the title, that means he's going to have to go back and get that IBF title back that was stripped from him because he's the rightful owner of it. Or he, so, hopefully, as long as he doesn't try to pull like a Marvin Hagler and just walk away. As long as he's trying to do that, it's fine. There's too much. The thing is, there's no. He's still, far, got, he's far, still got a good he, two, three years. Probably, he really so. does. And he has that going for him, too. And the thing is, he looks flawless at a lot of times. Yeah. So 
it doesn't really he doesn't really take any punishments in the fights. So I I want to see I, I think he has time. So when IBF, Derevchenko's ranked number one. After that, Daniel Jacobs. They got number three. Jamal Charles, Demetrius Andrade. That's just going. Those are four names down, right there. That right we there. Just so see somebody's gonna, so somebody's gonna see, and you never know who else is gonna come over there. So, hey, Spike Sublin might throw his his right. hat right up in there. With we the just mustache. saw him. Um, gotta keep that. We we got we got a lot of we got a lot going on right now. So these divisions are getting stacked. It's well, it's that or maybe we we pay so much more attention also. Nah, the talent is the talent in the these talent, divisions. The, ta- the is, talent's is crazy. been there. It's just kind of like when there's Floyd, less dominating figures. It seems like. Well, I I look at it as from like when Floyd had the belts, everybody had their ducks in a row mm-hmm. to be able to fight the Flo- yeah. fight Floyd. Doesn't so mean. you know that was you know Robert Guerrero, that was um, mm-hmm. Marcos Maidana, and all those. You you have to have everything yeah. lined up to be able to fight him. With Triple G losing this belt, now it's going to be a free-for-all. Everybody's going to be able to get in it. And it's good when the belts are spread out because you're going to see more top-tier mm-hmm. fights, kind of like the featherweight division. So That's good. That's I'm, good. I'm, I, I want to see, I I wanna see more of these Triple guys mix it up this year so we can have some great big fights next year because the, the boxing universe definitely owes us because I, I still believe... I don't believe that fight will happen this year. I hope I'm wrong, and, and I will gladly admit that I'm wrong if it ever is announced for this year. So hopefully we'll see what happens. If they're going back to, if they're going back to the negotiating table, they're still going to be set on not receiving a 65-35. If you try to push over 60-40, the fight definitely ain't happening this year. And I don't know who... And I guess the argument would definitely be that Triple G is the one pricing himself out of the fight. He, he is, because Canelo doesn't need him. Yeah. Canelo... Eh. Yeah, he doesn't need him. He, do, he doesn't need him. I mean, he's like, yeah, I don't speak Spanish. Because then I would make him regret not taking it for sure. It, I, I can still, I can use Google Translate. I'll text it to him. Remember, he started pro fighting at about 14. Now he probably Canelo, Canelo could drop back down to 154 and fight yeah. Jamel Charlo. Because we're going to talk about Jamel Charlo here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I got Jay Prince on there. Who's Jay Prince? Okay, so this is great. So... Jay Prince is like one of those godfathers of rap. He he is the owner of Rap a Lot Records, so okay. that's who Scarface and Devin Do mm-hmm. and all these guys are under too. Very familiar with Rap a Lot. And then so, uh, just like we talked last week in the show, mm-hmm. um, if you guys don't know, you should. If you haven't been on the internet in a week, which is a lie, mm-hmm. you know that Pusha T smashed Drake. Mm-hmm. Pause. He he washed him, and Drake hasn't responded, but. The word is Jay Prince, who is the underlying hand between that. He's Drake is his cash cow. Apparently, Jay Prince reached his hand out and said, hey, we don't want you to respond because there was an interview. I forgot what radio station Jay Prince uh, said was. No, it wasn't a breakfast club. But he said, hey, don't respond. Then he gave the, oh, Drake had something that, you know, was going to kill Pusha T and Kanye. I don't believe it. A hitman? I, I don't, I don't Wait, believe it. But Why is Kanye in this? Because Drake was going to diss Kanye too on the track. Okay, I say all that to say this. Jay Prince is one of those guys, the godfather, like, you don't mess with this guy. Is he? You, you will find the horse's head cut off in your bed. Like, Jay Prince is that kind of guy. Okay. So, Bob Arum... Oh, uh, very oh familiar yeah, with Bob. Hey, hey, very familiar, very familiar with, Bob. with Bob Aaron. Somehow so, he's like 105 still walking around promoting fights. So I bring Jay Prince up because this is who this was Floyd Mayweather's first promoter. Jay Prince? Yeah. What? 
So here, he was signing records hey, 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 so listen to this. Makes so, sense. So Jay Prince. So when Floyd Boy, left, Jay, so when everything. Floyd went to Bob Arum to leave Jay Prince, uh-huh. he owed Jay Prince another fight. Okay. And then so word is that Floyd tried to get his, he tried to get the fight. You know what? I'm just going to read this. I'm okay. just going to read this verbatim because so Jay I don't, Prince is, is, is a puppeteer, obviously. Yeah, pulling he, strings pulling in the background. Strings. Another one of these, you know, a, a very well business-minded entrepreneur because it, for rap, the roster on Rap-A-Lot Records goes very, very far. Very, very deep. Everybody's familiar with Rap-A-Lot Records. If not, you've seen the logo for sure. Okay, so... Uh, I got this. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout him out. Uh, cat that follow Raspy Rawls on uh, Instagram. Okay, Jay Prince, uh, James Prince, CEO of Houston-based Rapalot Records, a mm-hmm. boxing and boxing manager to Andre Ward and to once Floyd Mayweather Jr. Wow. Prince isn't the tallest man, but he is somebody to be feared if you get on his bad side. Since the '80s, he has been known to send out courtesy calls to folks that are on his bad side to straighten them out before things get out of hand. Hold on, hold on. So they just show up at the door with a corded phone. And just, just, no, you ain't no, you ain't gonna see him. Hey, you got a car right here, just you ain't gonna see him. Okay, Prince once famously served as Floyd Mayweather's manager before TBE, the best ever, moved on to Bob Arum, before finally starting Mayweather promotions. Mm-hmm. Besides boxing, Mayweather, Mayweather is known for having huge bodyguards with him at all times. Mm-hmm. Bob Arum appeared on ESPN's Highly Questionable today and Ooh. said that there's a reason behind that. Arum told a story of essentially saving Floyd's life, paying Prince 600 grand Dang. on behalf of Floyd Mayweather, Dang. who owed the Houston OG that percentage. <laughs> the Houston OG. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, so so uh, it goes. This is Bob. This is Bob Arum. Now we 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 know Bob's legit because we 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 got to speak about him and his one-on-one conversation with Don. Uh, Don King and, and the brother from NFL Network. Yeah. You know, and he's talking about, you know, if something happens to Bob, if he walks off and gets hit by a bus, you won't last 30 minutes. Yeah. So we know Bob is very connected. Yeah. You know, he's a connected guy. So if, if for him to say it costs 600 grand, and this is before Floyd, this is pretty boy Floyd. This yeah. is not Floyd Money Mayweather. Yeah. He didn't have six hundred grand, you know what I'm saying? Then. Exactly. And he paid him price. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Times. Let me let me let yeah. me finish it. Let me finish it. Okay, so this is arm. I bet you that debt's still not paid. Well, it honestly makes sense to why he has all those bodyguards because you just never know. But you know, he thought it was he's flashing money. I need these big guys. Jay Prince, Jay Prince is real out there, man. So hold on, where was I at? Okay. Okay. This is this is Aram. This is Aram. We were at dinner one night, and I got a call, and there was a disturbance in my gym. Arm told Dan Lebertard and Bumani Jones. Floyd apparently had to ask us to, to ask us not to do the fight in October, but do it in December after James Prince's contract with him had run out. The disturbance in my gym was that of some people came over with or without the knowledge of James Prince and proceeded to break a couple heads on Mayweather's camps <laughs> in Mayweather's camps with baseball bats. So the gym, the gym was splattered with blood. Floyd came to my office the next day and he said, Prince wants his money from that fight that's coming up. I said, fine, if that's what you want, I'll write him the letter of credit. Floyd said, Prince don't do letters of credit. <laughs> you better send that cash. <laughs> so I wrote the check. I made a contract with Prince's lawyer and he got paid the money that he said he was entitled to as Floyd's manager. Whether Mayweather was afla- afraid or whether he was doing the right thing, that's 
for Floyd to determine, Arm said. That's that was the percentage Floyd's purse that Prince was entitled to. I believe if if you're involved with a character that sounds like this, you it's okay to say you're not afraid. It's okay to say you're not afraid because this is what is. This is what is. And this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? So no, I'm not afraid. I just know that if we don't do this, I will die. You will not even have a signed fighter. No, and shout out to Bob Arum. Because who knows what else he keeps quiet? Because we hear about the Don King thing. We hear about this with Jay Prince. Who knows what other rap beefs he got going on? And how old is Bob Arum? 105, 110 or something like that. About. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's, 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 the, he's the leader of the League of Assassins, for all we know. He's Ra's al Ghul. You know, he's living forever. Probably trained Batman, too. Who knows? Regardless of anybody can say about Bob Arum, I know there's a lot of fighters that came from him that are successful promoters now, like uh, Floyd, Golden Boy. Um, and they learned all this from Bob Arum. Yeah. Now, they were on the receiving end of it, though, too. So he had his contracts set the way they were, and he was definitely the, the beneficiary on this contract. So yeah. they but learned he, from but, it. But just like you said, he's the kingpin of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, him and Don King got their times in the terrain. So he is going to usher, yeah, I'm going to show you how this game works. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to get shorted right now, but if you play it smart, the long con is going to And that's why you have Golden Boy promotions. That's why you have... Floyd not fighting, he's made the most this year, like as an athlete. And, and so. every now and then in that game plan, you know, you're, you're going to make a little side left turn, right turn, and you're going to end up outside the game plan, and a letter of credit won't, won't work. You know, a, a, you know, an apology letter, like it's one of your five steps you got to do, yeah. just ain't going to work with a guy like Jay Prince. I wonder, how tall is this fool? Uh, actually, he's not big. He's not big at all, man. I think he's like your, I want to say he's like your average, like five, seven, five, eight kind of. Yeah, that means he's definitely savage, you know, because... <laughs> you have to do something. Like, no, no, but think about it though. Besides Bane and Batman, a lot of just the, the bo- a lot of the bosses mm-hmm. they're just really smart and they just they know how to they they're they're chess players, mm-hmm. man. Godfather, Puppeteers. man. Puppeteers. Hey, pulling the strings back there. Well, Jay Prince, uh, shout out to you. <laughs> I love Rap Aloud Records. Um, <laughs> we have no legal agreements or anything, uh, but I'm still a fan, still a fan. Uh, Download the app. Tell your friends about it. That's all I'm going to say, you know. Um, and and I'll, I'll make sure nobody ever disses you on any tracks or tries to steal your name. So if your nickname is Jay Prince, you might want to change it just there, in case. There's no Jay Prince slander on this show. Not on this all. show at all. At Plus, all. at the same time, I'm a huge Scarface fan. So love Scarface. I, I've, all, I've, all, I've always been. Love Scarface. Been, yeah, it was always a Jay Prince. Face is a... Love face. Face mob. Face mob. Love him. Moving on, but still talk about De La Hoya. Diego De La Hoya fights this weekend. Okay. The, the hype train, hype machine, they seem to get a lot of constant fights, but I'm still not impressed by him, so we won't talk about him too much, but he's staying, he's staying, he's staying active, and that's a good sign. There's a main event in UK. Now, we're going to start going to some of these fights we got here this week. How, we, we still got a lot of time, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So this is a fight that's not, it's not a real big, not a, not a big fight compared to the other ones that's going on this weekend. But Terry Flanagan and, and Maurice Hooker are fighting. Mighty Mo Hooker. And they're going to be fighting in the UK. But let's pull up these stats because we know Terry Flanagan. I believe he, I want to say he lost his last fight because this is a guy that, that he's, he's definitely a hype machine. Nah, out Terry Flanagan is still undefeated. He's, still he's 30, okay. yeah, 30, 33 and 0, uh, 13 knockouts. Wow. He uh, beat Peter Petrov. Peter Petrov. That's Ooh. the last fight. That was, uh, dang, almost over a year ago. Wow, okay. It's been a minute then. Okay. Yeah. Now, Maurice Hooker. 
What's his record? 23 and 0. Okay. With 16 knockouts. 16 knockouts. Now, this is. I want to say he's Southpaw. No, he's Orthodox. No. But he does have a nice left hook. This is a great test. I always love it when. The up-and-comer or the, the guys that, you know, the names that we're kind of watching, like, you know, Maurice Hooker, Devin Haney, Tevin Farmer, when they, when they cross that pond to go get that title. Errol Spence, when he crossed that pond to get that title, because it will reveal a lot of your character. Now, Terry Flanagan is probably going to be comfortable walking in because this is going to be his first time in the U.K., probably selling out, you know, a, a minor league soccer stadium. Um, but I want to see Bo Hooker rise above this. I want to see him get the win because this could be – this could change his momentum. Well, this is going to be for the WBO title. So, nice. like, both of these guys do want to prove something. I mean, 33-0 and you don't have a title. Mm-hmm. So, Terry Flanagan is going to definitely have something to say about that. I, I like Mighty, Mighty Mo Hooker, too, I do too. And I do want to see the rest of his career flourish. So I love I'm, that nickname, I'm, too, Mo Hooker. Mighty, uh, <laughs> my, why, why do you like it? I mean, because it's, you like it? it's usually my last request. <laughs> Mo Hookers? Me and Billy Joe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Set them right here. Send the snow bunnies with snow. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. Uh, oh, did you have anything else to say about that? No, moving on. Okay. Um, uh, let me slide this in there real quick. I forgot the... Pause. Yeah, major pause. I apologize for that. Gross. Is that is my man Shakur? Shakur Stevenson is fighting this weekend. Just Again? Yeah. Did he fight yesterday? <laughs> I love the... Look, look. Is he a clone? Is he look, got clones? Look, look, look. Well, you got to think about it. They're not fighting long, mm-hmm. and they're getting them out of there. Yeah. So him and uh, four round fights. Yeah, and him and uh, what's his name? Mick Conlon. M- Mikey Conlon. I like how busy they are, and especially if they're getting them out of there, they're not they're not taking no damage. This is beautiful. I love to see it. When I saw that pop up, I was like, "This is beautiful." So they're so they're fighting. I don't Staying I didn't look up too. I didn't look and see exactly which card they're under. So, but that's something that you're going to have to probably look up. So yeah, uh, Shakira Stevenson's fighting this weekend as well. That's crazy, insane. So he's probably going to be on uh, the 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 preliminary. I won't say undercard, but the preliminary preliminary fights for the. The main event. Terrence Crawford. So this is well, another. If it's on ESPN Plus, we mm-hmm. still might be able to get we'll it. We'll be able yeah, to watch it so, for sure. Yeah. This is probably the only subscription I actually pay for. But this is good. This is good for Top Rank because Top Rank knows they have two gems with these two fighters. Yeah. They got the man with the with the baby face and the baby voice versus. Now, Alio Mesquita is who Shakira Stevenson is fighting. 16-1 and one with 14 knockouts. So he's in there with a live dog, though. Yeah, mosquito uh, bites. Well, that's just on record. So let's. See, this uh, is a formula followed. Now, all these guys, this good dude fought was in Brazil, so we'll say it. So we'll, we'll some of them men, right some of them not men anymore. <laughs> Lady Who knows? <laughs> Lady you know men. They, they transitioning from amateur to pro, I guess you would say. You know, and, and that's. But, but for all we know, <laughs> for all we know, Brazilian fans are looking at that same thing, and they're like, "Yeah, this dude's fought nothing but Americans." But it doesn't work that way, actually. At all. At all. At all. At all. America, we don't do math. No. We don't do reading. We do sports. Back to back World War champs. Back to back World <laughs> War champs. That's right. That's Undefeated. Right. But we saw this with Floyd. Floyd fought like ten times in one year. Tyson. Yep. Tyson too, and he was getting him out of there. Punches. When you're when you're when you're getting him out of there, mm-hmm. why not? You're not sustaining any damage. I love to see him stay active because as their career prolongs, they'll be consistently fighting at least two times a year when when they're at that big money and at that main stage. Mm-hmm. And I like Shakur Stevenson's. I like Nick Conlon. I love these kids. And you know what I like about you know what I like about this too is here. Let me go through. So Shakur Stevenson, the guy who we beat last time, was eighteen and one. So you went from like, you know, of course, you know, you start guys with, you know, but yeah, uh, 
the fight before that, he was 11 11. Another guy was 6 and 5. But then you made that step up to Nathaniel 18 1. And now you're now you got another fight guy What's coming Mosquito up. Who's 16 and 1. 16 and 1. Mosquito. 16 and 1 with 14 knockouts, man. Oh, never mind. Yeah. No mosquito bites there. Yeah, uh, so. he's, he's, ch- he's chomping. Hey, hey, mosquito he's chomping. Bite, hey, mosquito bites hurt too, man. Yeah, that's true. They, they stick around for a little bit, you know. Shakur so, Stevenson, keep it up. Keep this going. They're matching you well. You're my third favorite fighter. You're my boy, Blue. You're my need, boy, I need, Blue. I need, you, right. I need you to take this down for me. Hey, and, and, and he's not making like, you know, basketball player decisions, rapper decisions, going crazy with it. Well, Andre Ward's camp, so he's got a good head on his shoulders. Right, speaking you of know, my man, SLG. You know, he forces religion on me. I'm rocking his shirt today. Yeah, I see you. you know? I see you out there, man. Hey, the only time I've ever was like fanboyed it and waited outside in that rain and cold. Hey, we gonna with get you. there. Hey, we gonna get there. Wait, wait. Now, nah, pretty soon they'll so be. Much. I'll be sitting next to my man Ward. You know, not beast mode, but just Ward taking autographs. You know, or at least at least guard keeping keeping the rest of the people off him. You know, well that might be you with security. So we'll see how that goes. All right, come on, man, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's move on to this fight here. This is going to be the first fight of this PBC card. Okay. Um, Jamel Charlo versus Austin Trout. Has anybody had more title shots than Austin Trout? Title shots or just title shots? Period. Because he got a title shot against Eris Landy Laura. You know what we should do. You know what we should do. We should do. A, a, po- a episode or a segment and we just see who has like the best resume period. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Just because just like, because. Uh, I mean Off the, the top, I would put Zab Judah and maybe Polly Malignaggi right there. Zab Judah, Polly Malignaggi. Um, right off the top. Rizzo- uh, Gabe Rosado. Gabe Rosado, Gabe Rosado right there. Austin and, Trout's right there too. And we say resume, then we're just talking about People who you they fought, who they you faced in that ring. Mm-hmm. So, and also, some, and this could also show signs of bad management or too much pride taking some of these fights too soon. Um, they're talking about Gabe Rosado fighting somebody else here. I forgot who they were we'll talking about. After that. he after he said he was going to retire or he yeah. thought about retiring and then turned right around. Yeah. Orlando Salido did the same exact thing. If Gabe Rosado puts on a hat, he might start bleeding. That's 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 a bad thing. With that. <laughs> Breathe, homie. <laughs> You know, so, so he should definitely retire. You got, he said you got skin like Jorge Linares. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even, like, you can't even, like, actually bump heads with him because he's just, just gushing. That's hey, when you is. dap him up, hey, don't get in too yeah, close, man. Don't, no, don't get no, in too we, close, we, man. Don't, distance, cover, no. don't come up. Handshakes, solid <laughs> handshakes. Right. Solid no, no half hugs. Let's go back to Jamel Charlo and Austin Trout. Austin Trout is, is a, I'm a fan of No Doubt Trout. Yeah. I, I love the way he, he went to Mexico, got the title from, uh, or he got the win from uh, Canelo's older brother, beat Miguel Cotto in Madison Square Garden, gave Canelo a good fight, a great fight with Canelo. He lost to Jamal Charlo already. Um, he lost to Eris Landy Laura. We saw him run out of gas against Jarrett Hurd. Oh, that was man. That was going to be my upset of the year, man. I, I it was on pace to it. It was, it a, was a, it a younger was a younger Trout would have won that fight. I'm, I'm almost convinced of it, but Jared Hurd hits harder than we think too because he he's relentless. Old age, baby. Yeah, two it's gotta two be. years. It's gotta be. It's gotta two, be. two years, man. Austin Trout. Austin, no doubt, Trout. Like the thing is, he's fought some of my favorite people. And usually when that happens, like Danny Garcia, you know how I feel about him, just because of how he put Lucas and TCA out. It it usually I hate usually I hate people like that. But Austin Trout, he always comes correct. And you just he has a file that's he has a style that's fan friendly and you're always gonna like his fight. He's so. he's like the wolf in Pulp Fiction. Always reliable. If you need a guy in there to to get in there and might get a win and put up a challenge, Austin Trout is the one to call. 
Now, I don't want to talk too much about Austin Trout. No, okay, you, okay, I understand that. Did you know Austin Trout fought this year? Yeah, Jared Hurd. No, that was last year. Wait, who you fight then? He fought this guy named Juan De Angel and Ta- Hell. I'm telling you, man, Mandela effect, yo. So it's best with the timelines. I don't know. I it, was not eight, know. it was an eight rounder. I guess I was just to get him back right back in it, though. This could be like won. that Sean Porter sparring match thing. Okay. Yeah, no. I, like, Where, was I was fight, like, Where was the fight? Where was the fight held? Canelo's Ranch, <laughs> El Paso, El Paso, Te- El Paso, <laughs> Texas. So that man, I did not know that. I did not Jer- know that either. The Jared Swift hurt. That was in October. Now you could find this on the app if you're going to be looking up Austin Trout, and that's yeah. available in Google Play and iOS. But no doubt, Trout staying busy. Now he, I like that. He worked in and got this matchup with Jamel Charlo. I don't want to talk too much about Austin Trout because we like him. Grand but- opening, grand closing. <laughs> hey yo, he gonna get his lights punched out, man. Now, Jamel, I'm, saying, I'm saying TKO. I see Jamel Charlo. I like Jamel better than Jamal. I see Jamel Charlo as being a top pound-for-pound pound fighter in the, probably about five years from now. Uh, Possibly why, why number not, one pound-for-pound pound fighter. Why not now? Right? Because he, he, he still has just names to face. That's it. Okay. Just names to face. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy I see. He has a quiet chip on his shoulder. Right? He's always been known as the boxer. He's not as good as Jamal. Jamal's the bigger puncher. I, look, and he's been knocking everybody else. Erickson Lubin. It's 30 seconds. Done. Even his fight before that was against, uh, what, Charles Hatley or something like that? Or uh, Julian Jackson. Charlie, Charles Hatley. And, and then John Jackson before that. Knocked them both out, right? Oh. He is on a streak. Austin Trout, when he fought Jamal Charlo, that, was a, that went to the decision, right? It went to distance. Can you double check that for me real quick? I sure will. These Charlo brothers, man, they're... they're uh, I poked a lot of fun at these guys. Unanimous decision. Unanimous so, decision. And it was so, actually pretty close, too. We got 112, 116. We got two 112s, 116, and 113, 115. Jamel Charles is going to knock this boy out probably in six rounds. But at the same time, is <laughs> what I say, he would have beat, uh, he would have beat, who was it? Not Robert Easter, but who was it we just talked about? Which one? Uh, Jared Swift Hurd. I said two years ago he would have beat him. Two years ago, that's when he went decision with Jamal Charlo. So about two, so about two years. You give me an Austin Trout in his prime when he fought Cotto, he doesn't beat this Jamal Charlo. I, I, Jamal Charlo will have this man out probably within six rounds because right, he's gonna wa- he wants to make sure not, he best his he wants to best me. his brother. Is this gonna be Austin Trout's last shot, last title shot maybe last last time on on, on the big screen even on TV, you know as, as a co-main event. At age 32, yeah. It's got to be, right? Yeah. It's got to be. Uh, well, very well-spoken guy. I would love to see him instead of maybe Robert Guerrero commentating on some fights for sure. And also, that's a good nickname, no doubt, Trout. Yeah. And nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with a good rhyming nickname as long as it's not corny, right? Or exactly. cliche. You got it. No doubt, Trout. It's a name he earned in college from the ladies, most likely. My man, Jermel Emel. He's going to have this boy out. I like, I like Jermel Charlo, and it, I, I believe his, domi- his domination is coming soon. So we'll see. Who do you think is, if you had to pick on the Charlos, who would you think is better between Jamel and Jamal? Like, if we cornered, if we cornered their parents, I honestly, they would probably run out the room, but who would you, if you had to pick, I, I, I'm not going to say I want to see these brothers fight, and I mean that as in like blood brothers fight. After, after the way he destroyed Erickson Lubin, I, I'm taking Jamel. Me too, man. Me I, I'm too. taking Jamel just because just because of that. Like I, yeah. Lubin, Lubin was a hard hitter and a hard puncher. And Jamel's been quiet. 
He's been quiet, calm, letting everybody kind of talk to him. Jamal, he's been quiet too, but we see him moving around. He's, he's out and about. He's in areas. He's making them YouTube rounds. We saw his interaction with Daniel Jacobs. So Jamel, to me, he, he's, he's on pace, I think, for the better career. But these guys, who knows? They could be like the Klitschko's. They could, they could dominate the middleweight division for the next 20 years, for all we know. Because yep. well, these cats are young. Come on, let's go, man. The next is going to be a rematch that's about a year too late. Two, two brothers that are statistically sound. We got Leo Santa Cruz and Abner Morris. I picked Santa Cruz. Ooh, bastard. Yeah, that, and that's exactly why I said it, it just like that, because I knew you like riding Damn my it. coattail. And the thing is, man, you've been riding my coattails ever since I told you he was supposed to beat Carl yeah. Frampton the first time, and then he did what he was supposed to do the second time. We still are upset that he didn't go to Belfast to go fight Carl Frampton like he said he, would, he mm-hmm. was supposed to. But at the same time, I, I like Leo Santa Cruz's fight. I think he, uh, if he boxes smart, I think it's going to be not easy, but easy. Yeah. <laughs> not easy, but easy. Mm-hmm. I, I feel it. I feel it. Abner Mares, I want to sit and try to find ways that he can his, win this fight, but I don't is, see anything. His hair is perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Abner Mares has good hair, good, man. Good hair. I, I mean, Great hair. I know we're talking about fighting, but man, yeah. he, you remember if. If Leo That's Santa the only thing he's going to win in this bout if, if, is the hair battle. The thing about it is if Leo Santa Cruz had more power, we may be seeing the David Lemieux, Triple G, <laughs> whipping the hair back and forth, man. And when, I, when I sweat rolled off his hair, man, and he had all that, yeah. man, he had that Willow Smith going on right there, man. <laughs> so, like, oh, that's, one of the, that's one of the things is I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. Actually, actually I think it's going to be a lot closer, mm-hmm. but I still think Leo Santa Cruz controls this fight. There's nothing that Abner Mars can do in his training camp that's going to tr- change his muscle memory that he has developed over the last 10, 15, 20 years. As soon as he gets socked by the barrage of punches that Leo Santa Cruz is going to throw, when he throws his 120 punches every round, he's going to instinctively want to brawl this guy and probably try to walk him down and just end up getting caught. Here, oh, see chin down there. Ding. A little foam on there, huh? A little foamy. Shut up. Little, little foam on there. Put your finger in it. That's, I hate you, man. I, I had something nasty I had to say, but that was you. that's all you, man. I'm glad to know that I influenced you at least to have that thought. Would that be considered a tea hot or a thought? Was it was a tea? Oh, that's still one of the. One you, of don't my, wanna, you don't want to go. You don't want to go against me, man, and take Abner Morris. I can't think of anything, Ben. I'm trying. I'm trying. I like Abner Mars, kind of. Where's your balls at, man? Come on, man. Okay, I think Abner Mars will go down in the 10th round. <laughs> I'm taking Leo Santa Cruz with the win. I, I'd take no. Santa Cruz with the win, but if I think Abner Mars, with his, I believe he has a new trainer. I want to say Joel Diaz. If, if he has the perfect game plan and Abner Mars follows that game plan. It can go to a unanimous decision. It can go to a, uni- it can go to a split decision. But I don't see him outworking Leo Santa Cruz. He has to knock this man out or he has to get dirty. If he can get dirty, you know, slip a couple under the belt maybe or just rough him up. We've talked about it before, like how you come back from a losses. I think the loss to Carl Frampton, Mm -hmm. it's easier because now you have a reference to. So, hey, look, you don't want to have another Carl Frampton fight. Stay on top of him. Stay inside your game plan. Get this win. Let's take this belt back home. How do you beat a Super Saiyan? That's Leo Santa Cruz. Every time he fights, he gets better. He gets smarter. Possibly stronger. You ha- you you can't fight this man. You have to brawl him up. You have to take him out of his game plan, rough him up a little, maybe catch a little under the belt, hit him and punch him in the hip, lower backs, the shoulder, the elbow, jab in his face. You have to rough this man up to get this win. 
Do not try to outbox Leo Santa Cruz. You will not be able to do it. There is not a trainer you can hire to help you do that, but you have to get rough with this cat. You have to do these things that you've been shunned on before. Abner Mars has been shunned a couple times for low blows when he fought Joseph Abeko, um, and just get rough with it. You know, a lot of people got mad at the ref for letting it slide, but it's still part of his fighting style. And he caught a lot of heat. He has to go back to that style and rough this boy up. If you try to box Leo Santa Cruz, it's going to be a long night, bro. And you better hope that hair still looks good because that face might not. You know what I'm saying? At least you look good with sunglasses on. All right, man. What else we got, man? Well, the main event, man. This is... We could agree... Our number one pound for pound fighter. Yes, for SC one hundred and one. SC one hundred and one's pound for pound is and will be Terence Crawford until he gets unseated until he retires. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Also, there was a ESPN special with Terence Crawford, which was great to watch. I told you about it, but you don't know what the hell yeah. you're doing with your life. After you, after I, you enjoyed it, you told me about it. Yeah, yeah I just I, saw this. I just saw the show there on ESPN Plus. There. Yeah, I kind of looked first. Not even on there. Yeah. I'm not sure it exists. Okay, no, so. no I still have it recorded. I may let you, I may let you get in on <laughs> it, but it was per, it was per, it. it was perfect. It was an hour long special with him, and you really take for granted like. Teddy Atlas. As a commentator, he's too much for me. But I, when he, but right before they fight and he goes into the ring and he goes th- and it shows game you the game I, plans. I love, that's one of my favorite parts I love, of it. And then watching him break Bang down, me. and watching him break down film. It's like, um, they got that ESPN. I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Kobe fan. But they got that show, The Detail, where yeah. basically Kobe's breaking down and what happens. In Teddy Atlas is that, that guy, guy yeah. who can sit there and break it up. But the great thing about it is you really get to go inside and see how Terrence Crawford thinks. Even though mm. Teddy led most of the show, they go over um, a whole bunch of significant fights. Significant fights. So the Breedis Prescott fight, and basically he just, they just they just Game showed changer. how they just showed how he broke out of that because he wasn't as known as, uh, as Tim as Bradley that. got him that fight. Timothy Bradley got him that fight because whoever Prescott was originally supposed to fight fell off. He went to Bob Aram was like, yo, this guy right here. He, and he traveled to Columbia when he fought British Prescott and knocked him out. Double check that location. Was it in Columbia? Where it from? was in Vegas. Vegas. Ooh. Yeah. That, so. that, that little Mexico. My yep. bad. Still and Spanish. Then, Still Spanish. It, it, okay. <laughs> so they went to that one. And then they went to. Um, For Terrence Crawford out of Omaha, it's kind of like Columbia, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then so then they went to Ricky Burns. Right. So they went to the Ricky Burns fight. In the U.K., in the UK for or the Scotland WBO tight right? in the in the no Scottish yeah yeah whatever, but they went to that fight and they just kind of broke it down how it and Terrence Crawford he worked with me. I need you even though we're watching even though that we are record recording the show I need you to go back and watch it because it's just beautiful just to hear yeah. him and Teddy Atlas go back and forth and to talk about how how it was broken down and how he was like I went all the way over there just so now I can fight in Omaha like he how he just conquered and how he made it. And how he took the title from Ricky Burns. Took it. Then, took it from him and took it home. And then what, what I was saying is watching these t- guys break it down and how Terrence Crawford is that computer, which we talked about, like the Andre Wards mm-hmm. are, and how they don't make a lot of mistakes. The only person that's going to beat Terrence Crawford is Terrence Crawford, and that's why I don't see anything. John Jones in it. it we, we had a couple red flags. You know, he messed up an auto shop. Nah, that man, it? that's... That, he, look, he, look, he didn't even get probation on that one. Hey, he had a little fine. That was you know, it. Sometimes you don't mess with kids' car, yeah. cats' cars, man. Yeah. So, like, that's that's one thing. But... Just uh, make sure you do good business with them if you invite them in the store. You know? Another thing about that and how he broke that, breaks down, and the reason why, pound for pound, he's number one is because... To us. To us. Because, like, 
for ESPN, this was on ESPN, and for Vasil Lomachenko, the hype machine. You see the great white hype. The last couple of Lomachenko fights, Guillermo Rigondeaux is like, hey. Hey man, this can go either way depending on how it is. He gets in there, Lomachenko dominates. Yeah. Nicholas Walters, hey, we're gonna see this. Hey, it's gonna be a great Chess fight. Chess players. When we, we they see that he's about five, six, seven moves ahead. Yeah, yeah. But when he Walk gets in away. there, but you're still giving these guys a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving nobody a chance when Terrence Crawford's walking in the ring. Ooh. Earl Spence is the only like when we're talking about who he's fighting next. I'm like, there's there's no way he anybody else wins besides Terrence Crawford. Like. And then we saw with this last Jorge Linares fight. Now I'm not trying to. And I'm not going out of my way to try to bash Lomachenko or whatever because that he's was a great, great fight fighter. with Linares. Yeah, it, it was. It was a great fight, but I don't see that happening to anything. But oh, hold on. They bring up the Yori, Yoriokas Gamboa great fight. Losing great. that fight, came back, knocked him out. Huh? He was losing the first half of that fight. Probably first four rounds. He wasn't losing that. He was losing fight. the first four rounds. Watch it again. Trust me. And then he came back, knocked him out in the sixth round. Is that right? Sixth or seventh? Uh, ninth. Ninth, okay. Ninth. Yeah. Uh, six were, upside down is Okay, nine. so the scorecards were 78-72, 78-72, and 77-73. So, no, not losing the first four rounds. But then they bring, then they bring up the Victor Postal fight, which was the last time I thought. That like, was the first was, time I was a little the, nervous. A little nervous. nervous. I was like, nervous. we – and the thing, it wasn't even nervous. We were just like, we saw hey. what he did. To, we saw what he did to Batiste. Yeah, we were like, hey. This guy could be a yeah. problem. It's like, hey, we're Terrence Crawford, but this guy can be a problem. And to most. And then we're t- then we talked about the Julius Ndongo, which was a pummeling. That was a guy we gave we gave a lot of credit to Julius Ndongo because of what he did to get there. Um, but yeah, that's he was knocked out by a phantom punch that we had to watch the slow motion to make sure it landed. Yeah. Now you I gotta believe, watch that watch that special. I'm definitely watch, gonna watch, watch it because I mean, you know, I love T Bud. I like T Terrence Crawford a lot because He's not, he's not like, he's not like Boner. He's not, you know, he doesn't overdo it at all. He's a, he's a, seems like a genuine, genuine, genuinely nice guy. But like yeah. Max Kellerman says, he's mean in the ring. And he is. He gets mean in the ring. Now. And he's one of those, I have a chip on my shoulder too. Because yeah. I'm better than what you guys are thinking. Exactly. And kind of like what Andre Ward is like, hey, you guys are forgetting who's pound for pound around here, bro. Mm-hmm. And forgetting what I've done. Now, I'm going to play a little devil's advocate on this one. Okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So. We know boxing is based off of the rules of Queensberry, right? Yeah. One of the things that separate boxing with those rules of Queensberry is there's a little bit of class in there. This is, we're professionals. There's a little bit of class. We're professionals. This is what separates us from the animals. We're not, we are gladiators, but not, we, we're not deciding we're cla- life or classy, death. Classy gladiators. We're classy guys. You know, this is, this is why we don't kick. This is why we don't bite. This is why, this is why we don't stomp. It's just our hands. Rules of Queensberry. Very classy thing. And this... You used to be able to be a duke and be able to fight. That's how classy it was back in the day. Now, Jeff Horton, this is a guy, nobody showed him any love or respect for the Pacquiao. I, I made, I got hundreds of jokes that didn't even air about him being a school teacher. You know what I'm saying? Not, I'm surprised he hasn't had a scandal as a school teacher. And what happened with that one, right? He roughed him up. He stole a win from Pacquiao. Now, the, I love Terrence Crawford. I like this man a lot. But I don't like the way that the unprofessionalism that's been at least portrayed, at least with that I've read about with how they're kind of doing Jeff Horn. You, you know, he went to yeah. Vegas, trained early, yeah. and top top rank, set him up with a gym, and had no air conditioning in Las Vegas, right? No air conditioning at all, at all. Maybe they're trying to do him a favor. Maybe he didn't shed some pounds. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. He's from Australia. It's hot there, right? <laughs> One thing I've learned is that 
moving to Washington especially, you could get warm when it's cold. When it's hot and you need to cool off, air conditioner is probably one of your only cures. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And in, in a place like Las Vegas where it's, it's illegal to charge somebody for a glass of water, you can walk in to any restaurant venue, and if you're perched you know, a little, little bit in the throat there and you want a cup of water, they have to give it to you for free. Because, you know, there's a trail of dead bodies trying to walk to Vegas. And that's how hot it is there. So they put this man in a gym. It was described as like a, like, it was described as like RCF, basically, just a box, a hot box. And these dudes can't work. Very unprofessional by top right, considering they made money off him twice. You know, not as much as they expected with the second one since he beat Pacquiao, but they made money off this man twice, and they're definitely trying to feed him to Terrence Crawford. But this, to me, this makes this man a little bit more dangerous. I don't think he will beat Terrence Crawford. I believe if he does, there's got to be a higher power watching him. I, I, don't, I, you know, I don't believe any higher powers decide on the fights unless they're betting on it, maybe. But if he beats Terrence Crawford, man, I don't know what is up or down. Because I, I can't, I just can't see it happening. But when a man is that mad, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's messed up. Lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice, bruh. You, you, used your, you, used your, you used your one life on Manny Pacquiao getting that. And that was, and you fought a Manny Pacquiao that was a shell of himself. See, you, got I, the, you got the I W. I still believe that my dad's bet determined that fight. Because anytime he bets against Pacquiao, Pacquiao loses. Ask your dad who's going to win on this one. No, because what if he bets on Horn? <laughs> <laughs> what if he bets on Jeff Horn again? Nah, I like, bro. I like, like T-Bud. Like, if Jeff Horn... You know what's terrible about this? Oh, yeah. Say Jeff Horn does beat Terrence Crawford. I still won't believe it. That means Trump's going to have a second look, term. Look, listen. Not, when, let me see, what was it? When the, when the Seahawks made, when they won the Super Bowl, when they mm -hmm. got to the Super Bowl, when they played the Broncos. Yep, shut them out. Just smashed them. Yeah. Didn't shut them out, but smashed when them. When they made the Super Bowl, I still didn't believe that they were in the Super Bowl. And they were like, we're playing tomorrow. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're like, not. Like, like if Jeff Horn beats Terrence Crawford, your quarterback's five two. <laughs> if Terrence Crawford loses to Jeff Horn, I'm like, that well, didn't ha that didn't happen. Then I hope I the Mandela effect it. is real and we can reset this and do it over. Try again. Now, Terrence Crawford said this is not a fight about size. This is a fight about skill. If I was Jeff Horn, I would say this is a fight about size. And anything you think about boxing and trying to boxing game plan, no, you need to go in there and. Maybe body slam this dude. You're, like start off with negative points in the first round. Look, look. Like, you know, or what's get, more, get, what's, get Antonio Margarito wrap your hands. Maybe what's more important to you, your belt or your pride? Ooh, I, my pride, definitely. Your pride? Yeah, I'm Italian. Pride. Lose the belt on the scales and beat Terrence Crawford Ooh, and rough him up. I, <laughs> Ronnie, Antoine, I need you to edit that part out because we want to make sure that that actually doesn't happen because we've seen that formula work with Salito. Yeah. We've seen that formula work many times. And I would definitely do that. I would, ooh, that's, shoot, <laughs> man. That's the only way you're going to get it because you're a fender, if you're in a Queensbury, yeah, if you're in those parameters and you, and wow. you make weight and you have that belt, you have that belt. Terrence Crawford's snatching it from you. You held on it too longer than we thought, man. Whether you're hurt or whatever, it's like you, you you're about two months too short. You're about two months overdue anyway. Yeah, so just just on just for fun. Just just for fun as a joke. I'm 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 gonna bring something up here just because you know I I make a lot of jokes about being able to predict the future, and I believe our energy does transcend. And I hope that it's so in the last seven days we've had three plays in Australia. And right now, I hope 
out of those three plays, none of those dudes know Jeff Horn and listen to the show at least. Or at least it's going to hit up Jeff Horn right now. Like, mascot Australia? They made that up, man. It's, <laughs> they, they, got an animal, they got a kangaroo with a big head on the flag there. Strathfield and Noble Park. Well, that's a good name. Those are the three cities in Australia right now that has listened to our show. Shout out to, shout out to the Aussies. Uh, I'll be like, hey, hey, get Jeff Horn on here. I'm like, does he hit harder than you thought? <laughs> That's exactly. Right? I'm, already, I'm already preparing an interview for him losing already. Now, l- let's try to put this in. Put yourself in his shoes. If you, let's say, if you had the opportunity to play Kobe Bryant today, one-on-one, right? And, you know, you see him roll up in his get off the private jet, gets in his Porsche golf cart with weekend at Bernie's driving him, you know, tinted all the way up, pulls up, goes to the court, and you left there. They don't even get you an Uber. You're about two blocks away. They're going to make you run and then, you know, change your shoes when you get there. And then let's say you're going to play outdoors, but they're going to give you an indoor ball. How would you feel on that one? You know, they did everything against you to make sure that you're not comfortable walking in to play Kobe Bryant. What would you do to Kobe Bryant at that point? It didn't matter what my surroundings is. I'm coming to kill him. You come to kill now, him. tell your favorite rapper that I'm out here trying to kill him. That's like, right. look, 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 look. First of all, man, especially when it, I'm a fan of anything where it's me versus you, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, it don't matter who's around. As a matter of fact, me and Firstborn was talking about this before we even left left the house, man. We were talking about crowd noises because that's one of the things I never understood about home court advantage. The line, been a battle lines, MC. No, 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 no. The, well, that's different. Yeah. That's completely different because that's Completely. who you bring yeah. across. But free, baseline free throw line is 15 feet. Mm-hmm. Now, football is different. If I play for the Dolphins. Vari- variables. If, if I play for the Dolphins and I got to go up to, to play the Patriots in December, yeah, yeah that climate changes. Yeah. That's different <laughs> in home field. Yeah. But at we the got same bikinis time, in Miami. No bikinis in Boston. Look, bro. You know what you was prepared for when you walked into this, man. So you know you got to go in this ring. You know, or you already know what you got to prepare. You already seen the tape on them. Yeah, and there's no way after you beat Pacquiao that you didn't think that you were going to be set up for this moment. So I I can't think of a world where Terrence Crawford doesn't win. Does Terrence Crawford get the knockout? Yes. Do you think Jeff Horn will rough him up at all, or do you think this is going to be an easy win? Every time he tries to go try to rough him up, he's going to pay for it dearly. Yeah, he's gonna pay for it bad. He's gonna bad. pay for it bad. We know that Terrence Crawford walks around at a big weight, so we'll see, man. I'm hyped up about this. I can't wait for this fight, and I want to see more Terrence Crawford just because Errol Spence already said he, he you know, I'm at, I'm at PBC. I'm gonna take care of all these guys, and then I'm coming for you. It wasn't no if I win. I'm gonna take care of these guys, and I'm coming for you and your belt. And that is a matchup that, man, I, oof, I get chills thinking about it. I don't. I just get upset because. Keith Thurman's in the background somewhere like, whew, I'm glad I ain't got to fight none of these guys. Keith Thurman's going to be the one guy to walk up in the, in the middle of the street just, and instigate it. I'll take one of these. Yeah. And he's yeah. going to take, I'll take this strap and put it right over my belt. While you guys off. kill each other here, let me just go ahead and, you know, uh, take this belt and walk away. My man, one time, take this one time and just kind of walk away. <laughs> shout out to T-Bud. I'm going to give a shout out to the school teacher, my man, Jeff Horn, because he still loved the kids, you know. He never said that he quit his job, but he still loved the kids. And this is an opportunity of a lifetime. We said it before with Manny Pacquiao, but Terrence Crawford is here. He's real. I can't see how this isn't his time at all. Make sure you download that Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Give us some feedback, man. We're here on YouTube. Go to youtube.com forward slash Square Circle 101. Subscribe to the channel, even if you don't watch this. I got friends who are video gamers who have subscribed to the channel just on GP. Just on some JPs. Just on some JPrint stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just because you don't want the prince to visit. You know what I'm saying? We, we know that the sign is gone. 
but you don't want Jay Prince to visit, unless, unless he said it a bouquet, but that's probably a funeral. I'm just saying, make sure you check it out. Tell your friends, tell your family, new shows. You know where to find us, man. The champ is here. What, what is the six, seven Ps again? Proper planning prevents poor performance. Is, is that a tongue twister or an actual quote? That's an that's actual quote, man. That's our Reddit slow. Well, that's a rap crew right there. That's five new rappers. Say it one more time. Proper planning prevents poor performance. Proper planning prevents poor f- performance. Dang. All I'm thinking is condom lube Viagra. That's where we go. That's how we edit. You know where to find us, man. Don't forget to download that app. For some of you, my man Shooter, I'm out. See you.